You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And time. Wow. My goodness. Deafening silence. Deafening. There was a silence of three parts. And it took five seconds apiece, uh, yes. which added to 15 seconds, which is because this is the first week ever of the pop where I am not the host. It, you you had a you had a night you had a one hundred episode run Ben and then I lost it right right you made it to triple digits that's quite a that's quite a shriek I know I know okay so for for the folks at home in, in case in case you're not up on on how it works basically over on our Patreon Patreon.com/slash Popcorn Culture uh, everybody who signs up at any given tier is contributing a vote as to which. Uh, of the two of us is yes. the host. And since the beginning, I have I have held on to that post the entire time, but we have always offered that opportunity for folks who didn't want to uh, like choose one of the two of us. Right. So so there was there was always this host neither option yeah. where if it ever managed to edge its way out, then then we would have no host. And this week it it Host happened. Neither, neither, which has been sitting in a solid third place the entire time. Oh, it hasn't even been close. Hasn't even been close. Has mounted a victory thanks to the power of one single dedicated anarchist. Well, are dare we, I say? I mean, I, I am inclined to believe that it is all one and the same person. It could be. Oh, a, it could be a wild coincidence. It could be. However, let me just give it. So the way it also works is that we have three like gold level tiers where if you sign up you're able to cast like a hundred votes yes which is yes. which is power to be sure um although it's like the it's like 250 dollars to sign up for that tier it, it's it's kind of one of those things where it's the the expectation is that no one will ever sign no up one, for this tier. Know, yeah no it's 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 there it, if you want to cause chaos you can th this is like one of those odd things like to get like the peek behind the curtain but if you go to like a podcast convention this is sort of like one of those like pieces of advice they're like you should have this tier no one will ever use it but in case you never know it's there and, and and it's like you don't expect anyone especially i would never expect anyone to sit there for months or oh, anything yeah, no like no. maybe it's like a especially because the way we do it like maybe someone could do it to try and tip the scale for like an episode and then like take it away like right i mean 
And and here's the question too. It's like, it's like, can you put a value on leaving your mark? And in this case, audio tech 978, audio tech 979, audio tech 980 and audio tech 981. That is the four usernames that were used by what I believe is of course the same person yeah. to purchase four slots at this tier, at the tier, <laughs> which, which pushed host neither clean into the victory clean position into victory position. So that's, uh, that happened. Yeah. That so, happened. so first episode back having had a child yeah. in the first thing we talked about, yeah, is who is the who well, is the one you're true gone host. you're gone for two weeks ben and you come back and anarchy reigns and I, it's this true is what happens it's true it's true <laughs> like i can't believe i left i was like what's the worst that can what's happen the worst i'll that barely be gone <laughs> <laughs> well apparently this well, apparently <clears throat> this uh, apparent Huh. <laughs> hey, hey, pun not intended, but totally uh, going to snag it. Gonna that's, snag that's that. pretty great. So, yeah. yeah. So um, I am coming in now. I actually still have one one full week of paternity leave. Yes. Left, thank you for being here to record the pop with us before you head back to fatherhood. Well, here I was thinking, like, you know, at least if there's one place where where I where I feel at home while at work. It's it's doing the pop because right. because I get to I am the one true host. And then and then, and then I get here and everybody's like. Oh dear, we have oh some news. <laughs> <laughs> there have been developments. Anyway, so <laughs> I am I am uh, two full weeks into parenthood at this point in time, and it My is goodness. it is it is so absolutely remarkable. The phrase that someone had told me uh, prior is that the the days are long and the years are short, and it is the most true sentence ever. It, it like I, and yeah, th- this is the funniest thing is that it's like I, there's a part of me that's already like I can't imagine what I mean. It's been it has literally been. 13 days it hasn't even been a full two weeks yet and it's just like this is my whole world now like this is yeah this is it occupies every minute like i'm always thinking about it um you know i'm always doing something related to it uh we're always tired uh but in in such a really really great way like i i the way i keep describing it to people is that like it is the only time in my life where i have been so like sleep deprived but have such ridiculously high morale. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you're, you're really tired and it, it's kind of like that, you know, like you, you really just want like the, the moment, like the window where you can like, just go and like lay down for a few minutes and kind of have like a power nap or something. But at no point in time have either Alice and I really been like down in the dumps about anything related to being new parents. Like it's, it's right. been, it's been absolutely amazing. And it's been like, really um i think what is the best way to describe it like very incredible to me this not to go too deep with it but like as someone who has had depression for like multiple years now yeah the amount that this small human can like buoy my spirits yeah is the most remarkable an incredible thing it is it is crazy the effect new babies can have on you i think one of the earliest vlogs i ever did was called like how to deal with anger or something and it was shortly after luke was born and i remember i was just like in, a, in like a very bad mood when i came home from work one day uh i think we got off the phone call with someone and i was just like i was so mad i, I remember exactly <laughs> who it was <laughs> But Luke, Luke was just like right there and I went to go change his diaper and just smiled up at me and I was like, oh, this is so great. And then 
Uh, and then we went for a walk and that helped too. And I think, I think my takeaways from in that vlog were like, find a baby, go for a walk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 It, it, it makes a lot of sense. Cause that's, it's really been kind of like my thing too, is, you know, you'll, you'll, and we, we've had reason to be overwhelmed, uh, I guess yeah. in, in the past couple of weeks to kind of like s- to, to start to tell this tale as to everything we've, we've been going through since it's happened, because it's been a shockingly eventful period of time. Maybe, maybe not even shockingly. I mean, I'm sure anybody who becomes new parents, the expectation is like a lot's going on, but it's, it's unbelievable to me that every single person has arrived on the planet in the exact same way. And yet I have yet to have a set of friends who have children who have like an even nearly similar birth story oh, about yeah. given, about how their kids were born. It's like every, everyone's here the same way. And yet somehow it continues to be super different for every set of parents. It, yes, it, it is so, so variable yeah. uh, as to as to like how all those those moments can go down. But, you know, for for us, like we, we had like sort of a really I don't know. It's it's just been such a long saga because everything started for us. You know, it's it is currently November 8th of 2021. Mm. And I believe we found out we were pregnant for the first time in July of 2020. Right. And and through the course of of the past year and a half or so, we we did have two back to back miscarriages. The the first one was was pretty early and um like we we were it was it was like a big emotional blow but like understandable i guess at least or or more common than we expected right uh the second one was extremely brutal and we were further along and the complications were were just out they were just very um unexpected and and rare um yeah yeah they were (laughs) yeah it, it was it was just it was just a lot um but so realistically we had two months after that pregnancy before we got pregnant for our third time and, and this time now being like the, the full course. But, um, through all of that, like we, we've sort of had this really interesting, uh, and, and developing relationship with our doctor. Yeah. I mean, um, if you've had, if you've been through two miscarriages and now like an entire pregnancy with the same person, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a you spent a lot more time with your pregnancy doctor than probably most people do. Yes, yes. Leading up to the birth of their first child. Yeah, yeah. and and so so with that, you know, it's like especially that that second miscarriage like going in and the way that he had to like deliver the news to us as to like what had happened, what was going on, the circumstances around it. It was just like it it forged this like relationship with this person that was so like, sorry, sorry for me to talk about. Dude, it's okay. You're um, doing great, man. You're being, I, I am proud of you for even being able to talk about it because it's like, you've been through a lot with this one person and um, the stuff you dealt with was emotionally heavy and I know what you're about to say and I know that's even more emotionally heavy. Well, maybe not even more, but it's very heavy as well. Yeah, it it really is. So, you know, we go in, we sit down with this person and, and this is someone who just like loves what they do. They really care about, you know, every person. <sighs> Sorry. It's all right, man. Take a breath.
This episode of The Pop is brought to you by Ben's newly discovered feeble emotions. <laughs> Having become a parent. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Not feeble. That's the wrong word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Extremely sensitive. Yes. Um, yeah. So so we went in and and one of the things that like anybody who knows us through through this entire process has known that we've we've talked so highly of of our experience with our uh, both nurses and doctors along the way. And um, I'll get through it, I promise. Um, so as we, as we got closer to our birth, one of the big things that we had that just ended up being bad timing was that um, our doctor, who again had been with us the whole time, um, was, was going to be off work and like out of town for like a big conference that he that like he had to go to and it was really important to us for him to be there so um and it was it was going to be like four days off of our due date anyway so it wasn't this it wasn't like a big deal but we ultimately ended up going the route with induction specifically so that we could have him there with us yeah because that was just like it, it was it was so hypercritical to just our experience, you know, so it, it's not that I, that I would always advocate for this path or, or say that it's right for everybody or anything, but it was right for us. And, uh, so we got in and, and we went through, you know, started like the labor process and, and Alice labored like a freaking champ for, you know, 24 hours. And then it was a long delivery. It was, yeah. it was, uh, we went in on my birthday. And so we were there, like I said, you know, like Alice was just like going through all the contractions, all the motions, you know, just like all, all, all the stuff for this big long stretch of time. And then finally we get to the point where we can like push and everything's going well. And Alice is doing again, just like so, so incredible. I mean, she was, she was such, such a champ through, through, I don't know. I mean, just what, what is so physically taxing and just the level of physical exhaustion, the fact that she hadn't eaten for, you know, over 24 hours. And Ooh. so like, we're, we're going and going and going and everything's really intense and, and hard. And then, we sort of have this moment where Alice's fever basically spikes and that it, it spiked to a, to a point which basically meant infection mm-hmm. was involved. So it, right. like, cause you can, you can raise your temperature just by laboring because it is an incredibly difficult process on the body. Uh, but it, it ticked over high enough that it was like, this isn't just from that. This is, this is something like, like much, something much. else is happening too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so there, there was sort of this like, you know, moment where the doctor comes in and, you know, he's, he's sitting down with us and he's like, we, you know, we have these three options. We can either, you know, it's, it, everything is of course your choice. Like you are allowed to determine which path you want to go on, but you know, you can either, uh, switch to an emergency C-section. You can continue to, to push, which may be more dangerous where we can basically like accelerate the delivery by, by using like birth tools effectively, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, which is ultimately the, the path we ended up going because the, the real danger, both for Alice and the baby all of a sudden happened. And it was like, we need to get her out right you know all at once and um so we we we, like everything starts going forward you know like the whole team goes into action there's just a group of nurses just like everywhere in the room with you it's it's just an absolutely unreal experience it it, i mean it it is i remember we had a, a similar situation where 
yeah, once once like Luke was arriving, we. I mean, it's crazy that Alice was in it for twenty four hours. I think once Beth went into delivery for Luke, it was like fifteen minutes. It was like boom, but right, but fast. it was there was like all of a sudden this insane urgency because no one was expecting it, and all of a sudden it was just like mm, here we go. Right. And I remember doctors and nurses like frantically running around. And you're sort of looking around and like no one's talking to me, and no one's really saying if something's wrong. But it's like. I, I don't know. It's like I even even now maybe maybe they were saying stuff. I remember people saying things like, "Oh, the oxygen's dropping" or something. But yeah, all of a sudden, all these birth tools were out, and they had they ended up using like the forceps and you know getting getting Luke out of there, and everyone was fine in the end. Yes. But it's just like there was an and it's like, I I don't know what it's like when people give birth. Is it always this crazy and urgent, or this feels like there's like mm, I don't know 19 more people in the room than I was expecting? So right, right, <laughs> yeah. yes, exactly, and and that's that's definitely how it was for us. So you know, you're, and, and for me, like I'm I'm like everybody's wearing masks, but like, you know, the way that like I, I communicate with people is I'm, I'm always trying to like read people like through their eyes. So, yeah. you know, it's like, I'm like, I, I make eye contact with me and I need to know like what you're feeling based on, on, on this moment. So, you know, uh, Addison comes out and you know, they, they set her on Alice and Alice is just like in a state of pure euphoria because right. like she's, she's, she's done it. She's got it. Like, you know, her daughter, it, our daughter is like, is there in her hands and it's like, we did it. Uh, but you know, like those first minutes, I remember I was like looking from like person to person to person. And of course, all these people are talking to each other because they're, they do this, you know, like they're a team, they deliver babies, they know what they're doing and they know like the procedures, but me standing there, I'm like, what is happening? Why are these people? How is everybody talking? Is she breathing? Like, you know, and they're, they're, you know, they're trying to get her to cry to like, get like the fluids out of her lungs and stuff. And, uh, so just, just, just like, I'm like having this moment of pure i want to have i want to be pure excitement but i need to know that she's okay <laughs> right <laughs> like i can't i can't go high and come down so like i need to know that she is okay and so and she was and she was um so all around i mean it was uh it was it was such a cool experience and it's so i love watching people who are really good at what they do yeah like it is it is just something that i have like an utter fascination with and so to get to get to see these people in motion uh, especially like the the nursery uh, nurses who are the ones that like sort of take them and like get them all ready and, yeah, and do all this stuff. Yeah, wiped down. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the level of like efficiency and both like um, speed at which they can like handle this child who you, in my mind, is like, you know, um, like has like glass bones you know i'm like you like you, <laughs> the exact opposite <laughs> right right like you have to be <laughs> they're basically made of rubber <laughs> yeah just noodles um you know so i'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh but it was just it was just really cool it was really cool and then like to have those like first moments and to like see her eyes because you and i both um have like green eyes with sort of like a gold ring yeah and so like one of the first things as like her eyes opened up you could like see this like really faint ring around like you know her pupil oh and I'm like, really i'm like oh my god She's that's gonna, crazy. She's going to have my eyes, you know, that's amazing, amazingly cool. Um, but you know, then like, because, because there's this, uh, you know, possible infection involved, they, you know, they gave us a very brief period of time and they were like, you know, here's, here's your baby, take your moment. And then we, we, we have to take her to basically start on antibiotics. Im- like, like now immediately um and and so you know like everything you read about it is there's like this big skin to skin moment thing the, and, yeah right and and so really like our whole plan is just being like dumped right out the window mm-hmm. to no fault of 
anyone's at yeah. all. It's just it's just how things went. Um, yeah, that's but, the that's the piece of advice I would give to anyone who's about to have a baby. Is like go in with a good like it's okay to have a plan. Go in with the plan. Expect it all to go out the window. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So literally, Ali had like three things, like three key stipulations. She was like, I don't want this. I don't want this, and I don't want this. And all three of those things happened, and right. it was like, okay, yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? So that's that's the other bit of it. Though. But how does she feel on this end of it? Alley, yeah. Oh, she, absolutely amazing. <laughs> right, yeah, like, like, like no, did those things end up mattering? No, right, no, 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 no not at all, not at all. So you know, like every everything's everything's good. Everything, everybody's healthy. Alley's healthy. Addison's healthy. Uh, so so all all is well. But then you know they, they had to take her from us. So we go through all of this stuff. You know, like this year and a half worth of pregnancy. This. 24 hour long labor, two hours of pushing, pure chaos. And then, and then she like leaves the room right. and we're like, Allie and I are just sitting there like, what is like, what do we do? What do we do? Mm-hmm. What do we do? Um, so it took, took two and a half hours before we got her back. Oh man. And there, there's a picture uh, that Allie took, but like, it, it was like me getting to like, really like have a moment with her for the first time. And it's, it's it's so I'm so glad she took the picture because I think and I, I posted it to my Instagram, but I feel like you can just you can just see with your eyes exactly like what I'm feeling. Right. Like I'm just like I'm I'm so immediately so obsessed with this like small person. Right. <laughs> she she's so great. Yeah. She's so great. Um but so anyway, I mean we we got through we got to have our early experiences. We got to, you know, but sp- we had to spend a couple of days in the hospital because of because of the the infection and everything and Allie had to be safe, the baby had to be safe, everything had to get through. We finally get home and this is sort of where things got like they they took like this really just odd turn because we've we've basically just had like the like a perfect, you know, 48 to 72 hours when Alice gets a call from her cousin who works at the the doctor's office that we go to, the doctor that we've been with this whole time. And he died. Oh. Like, yeah. The next day. That is unbelievable. It, I mean, it's... And it, he's like, because he wasn't like, he wasn't like an old person. No, at all, no. Right? He was he's, like mid-40s or something. Yeah, right? like, like in his 40s. And, Goodness. Um, so, I mean, this, this was like one of those like weird... Um, it, it's... It's remarkable to me. I, again, the the I guess the underlying point that I that I would want to say is basically just that, like it's it's amazing to me. I think how as much as like Addison needs us in every single way, it's like she is absolutely the thing that like is making it okay for us. Like that, it's like it's like mm-hmm. saving us basically because right. It, it's it's just I don't even know how to. I mean, it's. I can't put words to it. it. It was like just the most shocking and unexpected thing imaginable because, you know, he's like been this like rock for us the right. entire time. And it's, it's just been this person who just cared so much about the health of our baby and making sure that she got here safely. And in he like even specifically like got us this like induction date before he was leaving on the trip so that he could be there. Right. And so, you know, like as, as far as we know, Addie was the, the last person, baby that he delivered right and then goodness yeah and it's it's crazy how stuff like that can like like i don't know happen and work out in this in almost this like feel what feels like almost like divine intervention kind of way like you know you you could have chosen to wait for him to come to come back from the trip or something right right you know in which case maybe that wouldn't have happened right you know like i can't i can't even like 
as terrible as it is, like, can't, I can't imagine what it would have been like if that had happened while you were still pregnant. You I know, like then, then it's like that much. That's crazy. I know. I know. And, yeah. and that's, that's, that's really the thing is that like, um, it's, we're, we're, you know, obviously just so immensely grateful that he was able to, to be there for it. And, and I do think it meant a lot to him as far as we could tell, like, because, you know, he had seen us go through this just like unbelievable journey and, and he had been there for every step of the way. And, um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just a lot. And, and as everything unfold or has unfolded over the past couple of weeks, it's, it's really just like your Allie will have all of these moments, you know, like where, where she just went through like a, a major physical medical procedure effectively herself, right. you know, and, and this person who we've always been able to, you know, to call and say like, you know, Hey, we have this thing going on. Like, is there anything that we can like that you recommend? Do you have any thoughts? Like whatever. Uh, it's like for us also, it's like, we, we kind of felt like ne- like we were just like alone, yeah. you know, like we didn't have, we didn't have that like support system to get back to and everything, um, which, which we're, we're building back now. Uh, and things have, things have started to, started to find their way, but, um, it's, it's been interesting for me too, because I, on the pop, I feel like I ask a lot of these like really big questions of like, what is, what is the point, I guess? Yeah. You know? And, um, I, I really feel like one of the more remarkable takeaways that I've been able to have is that, I can't possibly imagine like if anything ever happened to me having a situation where I could want anything more than the response to the loss of this person, like what it has been mm-hmm. like, it's, it's just, it's been so clearly someone who had left such a positive impact on the world. Like I, I feel like I can absolutely safely say like just made the world a better place. Mm hmm. And I, I think that as you, as you kind of like look at it in this way, for me, it's like, it, it does give me some context, you know, it's like, I, I can't imagine wanting anything more even for myself where, where, you know, if anything had ever happened to me, the, the reaction from the people around having felt like that was like, that's something for me to aspire to. To like leave a positive impact is to leave a positive impact Yeah, is, is to have, to have that feeling that like everybody who, who knew me or, or was near me would be able to, to know that, 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 that is, it's a, it's a, I can't ask for a better legacy. You right. Know, we, we've talked about that before too. It's like, yeah, you know, for, for that to be. Well, it's like, it's such like a testament to the difference like a single person can make. I mean, we sort of joked, you know, earlier about the, the anarchy on the pop, but that was mostly one person's doing. Yeah. You know, yep. and they've affected everyone listening now. Right. Um, but, you know, we've talked a lot on the pop about, you know, when you feel like people you looked up to, like almost like celebrity status wise have like, you know, feel like you, they like let you down over the years. Like when you find out about like the Michael Vick stuff or the Lance Armstrong stuff and you're just like, Oh, come on, man. Like, ah, this is like, it's such like a buzzkill. Yeah. But it's like, and they feel like these big people who you look up to, but like, and they're in like such a public eye, but I mean, this person was a doctor, so he's not entirely out of the public eye, but it's much more like local single person here at a hospital, not like worldwide nationally famous or anything. It's just like a person who has, you know, patients and people he deals with and, 
um, made still made like an enormous impact on like thousands of people's lives. Right. And you know, it's, um, it doesn't, you don't have to put, you know, I think it's, it's easy to put like celebrities or large figures up on pedestals, but, and forget that you, any given person can still have a massive impact on a lot of people. That's a really, really, really good way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's so true is that it's like you, um, because I, I even think that idea of, of celebrity itself can maybe be put a little bit on a pedestal, like as if, as if like it, it is desirable to, to have that attention and, and voice maybe that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is, there is so much to be said for the, the real and individual touches that you can make with all of the people that, that you do know more directly, Yeah, you know? And, and so I think, I don't know. Um, I think that as as I you know move forward, I know that this will have probably changed like elements of of who I am, and I and I hope that this is just something that like I'm able to take and use it in the 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 best possible way, mm-hmm. you know. Like and and I think that in a lot of ways that's it's it, you know to even have known someone who who did have such a massive impact on you, like again, it, it goes back to that that thought of like you know if 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 even this was the response, if I, if, if, if this was me and, and there was someone out there who was like, okay, like I, I want to, I want to aspire to be like that. Then, then I think what you have is just like that, that pay it forward effect maybe where it's like, like, it's like kind of like positivity can breed positivity can, mm-hmm. can, and, and it's not like, I, I don't, I feel like a lot of times we talk about positivity in this sense of like versus negativity versus criticism. And it's, I don't want it to ever come across as like, you know, smile through the tears type of thing or something like that. You know, like right. don't, don't, don't hide negative emotions to attempt to be positive. Like that's, that's not really like the, the, the message, I guess that I'm, that, that I would be projecting. I don't know if you were to take something away from, from listening to our shows, our products, because, because I do know that one of the things that people have said about us and, and what we've created over so many years now is that it is a place you can go where there will be positivity. Yeah. Like, like we don't have episodes of our show that, well, maybe this one, um, that are, that are typically in a more negative vein. Right. Um, but I mean, even, I mean, and this is, <laughs> I'm biased, but like, even, even as we're talking about this right now, I would, I, even though it's like a heavy topic and it's like a, a negative thing that happened, I still, I feel like you're, casting like a very positive light on it yeah I, and I, <clears throat> yes and and that is that is what i would hope for is is just that <sighs> my brain can't probably parts sadness and sleep deprivation but i feel like it's it's attempting to join thoughts and, and missing um it's I, I'm just I'm just so very grateful and happy that 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 I was able to know this person and that this person was able to bring Addison to me and that both of those things I think will make me a better person. Well said. Thanks. Thanks. We can shift. We can shift. Transition. Yeah, yeah there you go. There's got to be. There's got to be something that isn't that isn't quite so difficult to talk about, so that people can 
people can people can walk away and with from this episode and <laughs> and go on to have a good day. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Ben, Ben, let me just, yeah, um, if you just want to take a just a real hard left turn here okay, so that we can get back onto our nonsensical, less, way less important, life-changing kind of conversation that we're so well known for. Oh, yes. And yes ben, let course. me just say that I have, I, this is a strong opinion about a weak thing. Okay. Snickerdoodles are the worst named thing ever. I could not possibly agree more. They are the worst named thing. You know why? Do you know why? Because they're nothing like a Snickers. Because because first the word snickerdoodle is like has such potential. It's sad. it is one of the best words I've ever heard. Oh yeah. 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 If I remember my mom was like I remember when mom told us about snickerdoodle cookies I was like I don't even have to taste it. I already know it's my new favorite thing. It's called a snickerdoodle. <laughs> what could what could make what, it better? What could be better? It's like you have a it's like because there's no doubt in my mind that it's going to taste like peanut butter and chocolate and caramel, but also be baked into some yummy, sugary cookie goodness. Oh, yeah. 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 Like it's probably a little bit, the caramel is probably a little bit melty. Wrong. Instead, it is in a like completely bland cinnamon looking cookie that is just not good. I, it's like one of these things where it's like, how has it held prominence for so long? I don't it's like, know. It's like, does anybody like them i don't know it reminds me of like fruit cakes a little bit you're yeah. like i think this uh, is yeah a very holiday cl- fruit cakes yeah yeah it's, it's like do do people like holiday fruit cakes right like are, are there people out there that are like oh man it's my like yes like, fruit so cakes oh boy oh, nancy sh- brought a fruit cake <laughs> <laughs> no no I, yeah. I i i disagree with the premise entirely <laughs> just get it out of here yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of like Christmas Vacation, where like the uh, I think one of the great aunts or something makes like a Jello mold, yeah. and it's got like cat food in it. Yeah, it's like that's pretty much what I think about when I think that's about. That's what you think yeah. about fruit cakes, right? So I think about fruit cakes. It's it, like, and here's the thing: the weird thing about fruit cakes is that like I don't even know at this point because I feel like they've become such a meme unto themselves. Yeah, it's like at this point I think people are making them ironically yes you know like but it's i don't here's the thing i'm not even sure i've ever had a piece oh me either you know? <laughs> like, but like but they they look so like so unappetizing yeah it just it does not it doesn't it's like it's like when you go up to the deli counter and you see all the different like hams and turkeys and cheeses there and then there's like one bologna over there that has a bunch of olives in the middle of oh, it like and you're loaf? like yeah and yeah. you're like who's buying that like, I'm not saying it doesn't taste good, but are you telling me that on the regular, enough people come up to this counter and say, give me a pound of the olive loaf, thin sliced, please. Except they wouldn't say thin sliced. If you're ordering the olive loaf, let's face it, you're a thick slice person. <laughs> Which is the wrong way to go. Which is the wrong way to go. <laughs> like, are you doing it? Are, are you getting enough? 
turnover on the olive loaf that you need to stock it right right all right. the time it's like you don't get like you don't get like like thin slivers of it you're getting slabs of yeah, olive you, loaf you need a slab you need a slab the reason you want thin slice by the way strong opinion about weak things is that the flavor of your deli meat is all just about the surface area like you get you get the flavor regardless of the thickness right so you may as well just pile more thin slice stuff up because that gives you more of the surface area. You get both sides that many more times. This is coming from someone who has a formal bread education. A formal bread education from, from Panera. From Panera bread. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, who can argue with that? I mean, you can't argue. I mean, that's all there is to it. But <laughs> yeah, I have a PhD in sandwiches. So basically, olive loaf is fruitcake, is the jello mold with the cat food from Christmas vacation. Is snickerdoodles. Is snickerdoodles. Yeah. Snickerdoodles are the olive loaf of cookies. You know, one what I want to do is 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 create a snickerdoodle cookie the way that I see it. Oh. And then and then oh. like literally just go onto websites and be like, my family's favorite snickerdoodle recipe. And then just like people will then start making it. And it's like, we will start an entire rebrand of this cookie. Ben, Ben, Ben. I so, so, so badly want one of your vlogs to be called I Fix Snickerdoodles. You're welcome. That sounds like a great, right? a great like, idea. That's just like, I just want to see it. I want it. Because you make good cookies. Like in a in a way... I feel like that is, it, it's like part of your, like your reputation. Like when pe Ben will bring cookies, the, I have, I can't even tell you how many people I have watched try Ben's cookies for the first time. Cause they'll be like, Oh, just put cookies. It's like, you know, they're like being polite, like oh, cookies. I'll have one. Sure. And they'll like take a bite mid conversation. And like 100% of the time they'll like look down at the cookie and go, this is a really good cookie. <laughs> Like they were not like they look, they don't look any more special. It's like, it's like an innocuous, like you're not expecting it, but then they take a bite and they're like, what is happening? But I, I mean, I to say I've seen it happen over 10 times would be accurate, you know, always the same. So, okay. So okay. I think you have it. I think you have the baking chops the to, to fix the snickerdoodle and deliver to the world the snickerdoodle we all think we want. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's on. It's on. I will, I will. I will try my very darndest, mm -hmm. and maybe maybe we can we can share the uh, the recipe if when it is created. Please do, and and then people can go home on their own and create their own proper yeah. Snickerdoodle two point Yes, I like this. I I'm, like this plan a lot. I'm so down. I also feel like the ingredients to cook with are just going to be great. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna. It sounds fun. Because now I really want to know what came first, the Snickerdoodle cookie or the Snickers bar, because it almost has to be. The snickerdoodle cookie, in my opinion. You think? I, I feel like it has to be, but then it also makes me wonder, like, when when Eminem, I don't know, Mars, I don't know who owns Snickers, but maybe it's just the Snickers company. Big Snicker. Big Snick. <laughs> that sounds like a like a like a, a company that owns a whole bunch of um like comedy clubs. <laughs> like big snicker big snick oh like, <laughs> like they're snickering yeah <laughs> it's kind of like a laugh um yeah it's like like how could how could they be like oh here's a good name snickers bar and he'd be like you mean like the like the really really lousy cookie it almost sounds to me see my reasoning goes exactly the opposite that the snickers chocolate candy bar which i think uh, people will say Reese's. I wouldn't even say Reese's are candy bars. I, I think Snickers reign supreme as the best candy bar across the board. Everyone agrees. 
<laughs> everyone agrees. Everyone knows. I think they're, they've been the most popular candy bar for so long that someone was like, I'm going to make cinnamon cookies. And then they made them and they were like, these are only okay. These are what? Well, mm. I just bulk ordered 200 pounds of cinnamon. They are aggressively mediocre. They are. <laughs> they are that, is, that is such exactly the way I would describe snickerdoodles. Aggressively me- mediocre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So I was like, we we have a problem. We overstocked on the ingredients for the snickerdoodle, for, for, which weren't called that yet. And they were like, we need a way to push we need a way to we're gonna have to save this with marketing and they're like what what is something everyone likes that's in this realm people are like snickers right cheese doodles <laughs> wrong <laughs> not that people don't like them wrong category but uh, i see where you're going a cheese snicker doodle snicker do- snicker doodle that sounds amazing people are gonna want to try snicker doodles once and <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I think that they exist for the mistake in branding. Yeah, like because I even remember as a kid, I, I wish I could remember the name of the company, but mom would get these like I, like every very once in a blue moon this this like gourmet box of cookies that came in you know like I don't know just they they were like individually wrapped. Do you remember this box? There were it, it was like green and blue checkerboard. I feel like moms literally use the boxes from this box kit for Christmas gifts like, Interesting. like 700 times. Um, I can't remember what it was. Anyway, but it was like, it would be like if you ordered like gourmet popcorn from like a catalog. Or oh, something. oh, yeah. It's like a fundraiser. Someone came around and sold and you were like, oh, yeah, I'll buy something. Right. But I think mom was like, well, what, what types of cookies do you want? Because you can like individually select which ones you want. And I remember going through and being like, well, it's like, well, of course, you know, we need like chocolate chips, iced ones, you know, like Mm -hmm. some, some Mm -hmm. like chocolate brownie. And then it was like, what is snickerdoodles? It's like, we should get like half of them snickerdoodles. Because I'm sure we're going to love it. I'm sure I know what it tastes like. Yeah, yeah. And then they arrive, you know, and... (laughs) Aggressively mediocre. And yes, but this is what, this is what happened is that everybody who doesn't know thinks they're going to love them. So they buy them. Right. And then they arrive and they are aggressively mediocre. Yeah. At which point in time, it's like they don't buy them again. But people love cookies, so everybody is constantly making the mistake. But I don't, th- I don't think that there is anybody who has ever ordered them and been like, it's like, it's like a my- weird, unusual feedback loop. Because of course, then if you're the cookie company, you look at all your orders and you're like, wow, it was half Snickerdoodles. This is amazing. Yeah. We'll put those on the front cover next year, and then they're on the front cover, and people are like, Snickerdoodles. I'll it, try it. It's a great big mistake. <laughs> It's a great big it's mistake. It's like the most purchased and then uneaten cookie. Right. And it's like all the all big cookie cares about is that you buy it. They don't care if you like it. Yeah, it's like what what <clears> happens? <throat> I mean, like once once it's been purchased, nothing else matters. Who cares? It's like we we can literally <clears throat> make money selling bad cookies because people don't know they're going to be because marketing. You call Snickerdoodles what they are low quality cinnamon cookies put that next to chocolate chip i would like a chocolate chip i want a i want just regular chocolate i want macadamia nut uh, is that one called low quality cinnamon pass uh, <laughs> pass yeah so okay here's the other thing too because a ginger snap is perfectly acceptable and i feel like a ginger snap is like one step further it's like the ipa version of a snickerdoodle but it's, like yeah. it's like it's like ginger snap committed you know and it's like, like yeah. It's like, as long as you're going to do it, do it. Ginger snap. It's just a, a well-named cookie. It's like, what does it taste like? Ginger. How does it behave? It snaps. Yeah. 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 
like you know you know everything you need to know based on that name right right yeah yeah that's this is the thing all other cookies are named accordingly right like chocolate chip cookie what do you think's in that chocolate chips yeah you'd be dead right (laughs) you'd be oatmeal raisin what do you think's in that oatmeal raisin correct snickerdoodle snicker bar wrong not even close not Not even even close not even kind of close (laughs) an actual egg is closer to a snickers bar than a snickerdoodle cookie (laughs) just an egg just an egg with the shell man oh man maybe even hard boiled still still closer anyway this has been a quality rant this has been yeah welcome to 25 minutes of really emotional ben just had a baby followed by 15 minutes of dumping on snickerdoodles (laughs) (laughs) as far as i'm concerned it really had it coming it really had it coming okay jay so i see that you have a note here and this has come up Mm. in our in our notes quite a few times throughout the years survivor <laughs> well this is my wick of the peak oh okay. as it were as it were so so tell me what has re-summoned survivor into our show notes okay Why? how is it back okay well well first of all survivor is simply back on tv oh okay like it yeah. took a it took a it they survivor uh is in season 41 right now in case you're wondering that it's been on for 20 years amazing two seasons a year uh quality invented reality tv if you don't like reality tv you have survivor to blame however you shouldn't because survivor does it right and they still are and it's really good they have the same host yeah jeff probes jeff jeff probes is like a um if you if you've never watched the show survivor or if you have watched the show survivor he is like some kind of remarkable when it comes to the way that he goes about hosting this show, because it's like he lives for the drama, but he's also like fantastic yeah. at grilling people. He is gr- he is so good at grilling people, and it's like I think I think it it's like because if you're going to host Survivor, it means you basically have to live on set on location wherever they're doing the filming right for like most of the time yeah and they're due two seasons a year and they're normally they're like always in fiji now so he is spending a lot of time there completely immersed in the game and he's been doing it for 20 years and he like loves it and like understands it and knows the it's just really well done anyway they had season 40 which was the season you always wondered if they'd get to because they had all champions playing in season 40 which Holy was cow. which was an insane season which basically forced a situation where you'd have a two-time winner okay unless unless queen b sandra won that season because she played and she until that point was the only other player to win twice okay so it could the only way it could have otherwise turned out was that sandra won again and there was then a 3p champion but um, it wouldn't even be three peats the wrong word because it wasn't three in a row, but three time champion. Right, right, right. Instead, someone else won. There are now two time, two two time winners of Survivor, which is really cool. So anyway, though, they come off this fantastic, coolest season you've ever seen, and then COVID hits, and they have the whole year off. But now they're back for season forty one, and it has. I mean, Beth and I have been watching, and no joke, we have just been like, "Oh my god!" Oh, like we've been gasping out loud at tribal councils, like, oh, "No!" Like just so excited, so excited. So that's amazing. I know. I love, love to hear it. Like, I love to hear it. It's it's amazing to me that it could still be this good. So like, because they keep adding new elements to the game and new rules and challenges and stuff, really fun. 
But anyway, the other reason I put it on here is because like um, five years ago or so, I actually, I, I applied to be on Survivor once upon a time. You did. And it was like, I did it just like, uh, you know, this was right when we were starting Super Carlin, or right when I'd gone full time with Super Carlin Brothers. So, um, you know, we didn't have like any staff. I was working out of the side of my house um, and... I was mostly just working alone because you hadn't even gone full time yet. Yep, yep. And I was just like, well, I'm kind of ahead. Um, we just finished watching, you know, another season of Survivor because we had lots of free time because we didn't have kids yet. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to, sure, I'll give it a shot. I'll apply. It'll be fun. And they like responded back and like I made it several layers deep into the application process. Yeah, I remember, I remember you getting like the, um, like the non-disclosure agreements and stuff that yeah. like needed to be sent out like to the family and and yeah. like all, all just I mean it was it was ri- ri- like for a while I think the whole family was like this is gonna this happen. is I mean it felt it felt like yeah it was a lot of work it was almost like <laughs> the act of just applying was almost like a part-time job right like it took a lot of time um, whatever reason you couldn't fill out forms like online you had to like fill them out by hand and there was like pages and pages and pages of questions to answer <laughs> and you're trying to like be creative with your answers anyway um so unfortunately eventually i obviously didn't make it because i haven't played the game but i was so enthused by the new season coming back i was like i'm doing i'm going again i'm going back in so i have now reapplied for the show it's on it is on so Man. we'll see i i don't i to, to say i'll keep you posted is even up in the air because i have no idea how their non-disclosure agreements work i probably maybe i couldn't have even told you that much but <laughs> <laughs> i have already i have yeah. already broken the one from five years ago who's this i don't know it's been a while it has i been. doubt it I, I think it's probably okay to say what i've said but i don't know if i'll be able to actively keep you informed as to my progress as it moves forward but um, maybe I will, and hopefully I'll hear back, and maybe you'll see me in season forty-three. <laughs> yeah. So the the big thing like that I feel like we, that we've always discussed with this too is that if you were to go on the show, it, it, like if you make it far enough, there's usually a moment where family comes out and yeah. they like compete with you. Yes. In, in yeah. some way, and I know that Survivor has always been like a huge like you and Beth like it's been like one of like your big 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 fandoms like outside of everything that we do here uh, yeah. the Super Carlin Brothers office but there's always been the discussion as to whether or not it would be Beth that would come out as your or, family member or, or you me. that would come <laughs> out there that is the question because sometimes when the family comes out it's just like they they watch you do a game or something and then if you know your team wins or you win then that person gets to come back to camp or you go have a party or whatever but sometimes the person competes yeah with whoever it is and like i don't like nothing against beth or anything but i do feel like if it was you we would have a real strong chance at winning whatever it was that would be the hope that would, that be, would the hope. be the hope yeah plus the other thing the other thing i feel like that maybe like helps my survivor resume is that occasionally they do seasons called blood versus water where you come out with a loved one and you're both playing the game. Right. Which adds this whole element of like, those people are obviously going to work together. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, yes. Like you're never going to have like a family member turn on a family member. Not never. There have been some stupid plays in Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the- some daughter convinced her mom to like <laughs> let herself get voted out. Oh my God. Anyway. <sighs> Didn't like that girl anyway. So, so but, would there be a chance that you and I could compete together, dude? I I don't see. I mean, that'd be that would be insane. But um, I'd be I'd be for it. The, the, okay, here's my other question for you because you are um you like you are a Slytherin by nature, mm-hmm. and so one of the big questions as to like how you would approach the game is is very like 
Like which which stance I have, would you take? I have thought about it so much, Ben. <laughs> I've like, thought about uh, it so much. Like, would you be a villain? I don't know. I hope not. It would it would be so absolutely remarkable if that happened because anybody who knows you from the shows knows that you are an absolutely good person. Yeah. Who is like kind-hearted and caring and like friendly and approachable and all of these things but there is that part of me that knows you're like like when it comes like board games like we've talked yeah. about it a million times yeah you were a highly strategic person and like you have always had a very good ability to read the the pieces on the board and sort of like look several steps ahead to sort of understand like if this then that if this then that if this then that yeah and as that pertains to the game itself you you either need to be highly calculating and like what what are the different avenues because you can be extremely likable but then you are a threat because everybody likes you so as far as like the jury is concerned at that point in time you like you become a big threat real fast it's like yeah it's it's so weird because yeah like likability can be like your downfall early yes. on in survivor or or like i know one of the very common tactics is that if there is someone who is extremely unlikable they tend to get brought along because the because they won't get jury votes exactly like they're, the, they're the shield and it's like oh, final three against this guy everyone hates this person of course they're not going to win right yeah so there's there's all sorts of weird strategy involved in it and like how you would play all and there there have been there's been a lot i've thought about in terms of like how i might try and approach such a game because to like okay we talked earlier there are two people who have ever won the game twice okay so it's it's interesting to me that both those people played the game in a very similar way. Okay. And that is that they are um they actively spy on people in okay. the game. Like that was that was Sandra's thing. She would go sneak up on people and overhear conversations and just get extra knowledge and then use that to her advantage. Same thing. I don't want to spoil who the other person is, but in case you want to watch. But um same thing with the other guy. He would like build shacks or hide in trees or dig holes and just overhear conversations and then use that information and like that that has worked twice for the two most winningest people of the game. The only other person you could argue has won the game twice is a guy named Boston Rob. He has won the game outright himself once, and he came in second one time and then married the winner of that season. So yeah, he and he navigated the two of them to the final two. Right. So he he's technically only a one-time champion but is effectively a two-time champion he's kind of regarded as like the best player he uh, yeah i would i would it'd be hard pressed to not say rob was the best player in but his strategy is very different rob is like extremely charismatic right and like so my my thought is if i'm being honest with myself i am not as charismatic as rob like i can't play that game because i don't have that quality about me (laughs) like i can't do it um i i could the the spying on things i don't know if that could be my whole game but i could definitely see that being a part of it but there's also another person who's played and done really well named um russell who is one of the biggest villains infamously in all of survivor yeah but and i don't think i would ever try and play as like i don't i don't think i have the personality to play like him either this like you know tough as nails person right 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 who works on an oil rig and <laughs> right stuff. right um he's he was extremely good too but there was a moment in one of his seasons that like rung true to me so hard as like a way to be in control of the game and he's playing early on and he 
uh, they like you know they normally don't give you very many supplies to deal with. Right. They normally like each camp has like one machete, which is a really useful tool to like you know chop down coconuts or wood or whatever you need to build. Right. And he just just completely no one's at camp. He just buries the machete in the sand, and then you know leaves. And you know it takes several hours, and people start to be like, "Where's the where is like where's the machete? Like right. no one like no one can find it." And he's right there with him. Like I. This is a real problem. Like, but the fact is, he knows where the machete is. And he knows what's causing the drama and the problems. And it's like he created that chaos in camp. And because he created the chaos, it like it gives him power because everyone else is freaking out about something. And he has the ability to look at it and be like, I don't have to be affected by this because I know I know where it I is. I know where it is. Like I have uh, and it's like yeah it's it's, it's very like you wouldn't think you being the one who hit it gave you any power like why would that give you more power in the game but it, uh, it no it does though because yeah. i mean that's that's like and from a very very like dark standpoint it's it's like you're controlling a lifeline for a group of people so <laughs> yeah. like you know for <coughs> if you were to, to zoom back <coughs> from like a much more societal level <coughs> th- this would be very like dictator yeah Ish. like it's you, not you like, have control because you control the food source the water source but, like but whatever but like not even because it's not like people know it's not like he is holding the machete and saying i won't give it to you unless you do what i say no i know yeah. i know but like the the thing is is that it's it is a tool that because you have so few tools it is one you are highly dependent on yeah so everybody else all of a sudden has a piece of their lifeline taken from them meaning it instills the sense of concern and fear and frustration yeah, and, exactly. and irritability. Whereas like he, while he can play that part, doesn't necessarily have to, to wear all of those concerns because right. worst case scenario, he could dig it back up. Like if, if things got extremely dire and they couldn't break a coconut open or something, you know, he could, he could go dig it, dig it back up, lean it against the tree and be like, how did we not see it? Right. You know, like, or, let, or just let, let someone, someone else find, find it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like that's all there. And it's like, it's Yeah. So he doesn't even have to, it's weird because he, he bears the suffering of not having the machete as well. Right. You know, he no, also no longer gets the benefit from it, but he doesn't have to wear the concern or fear because he is the one who is doing it to everyone else. And I remember watching that and it reminded me so much of the uh, Green Mallard stickers we did oh, in yeah. high school. Yeah. Like you and me and John and Mike were just like, it was, it was a complete nonsense like joke where we just we printed off these stickers we made them and we we're like we're just gonna put them all over the school for no reason literally no agenda. literally yeah. no agenda and we did and they were everywhere and people had no idea what was going on they're like, and they were the like ducks? what's with the ducks i saw people wearing them people had them on their backpacks people would open their lockers we didn't know slip them into people's lockers and stuff. <laughs> like and it was like people were just it like no one knew and it was like but we knew and it was like i could just watch it be like this is so interesting like i it like I, that to me like when i saw russell talking about hiding the machete i was like i know i get it like i super get the effect now right if you're here. if you're on the show i i require if you do something like this you you, you can call it like the mallard tactic oh. you know like they like, they like come up with names or things yes like, like okay okay the mallard strategy let me tell you yeah <laughs> and, and people will be like what <laughs> like here's what i used to do uh this is what's gonna happen and 
Yeah. Uh, so I've thought about that. Like that, that moment is always like rang, rung true to me. There's like, I think he's describing this. He's like everyone, even as he's describing that to the camera, like it's pouring rain wherever they were uh-huh. in like Samoa. And um, everyone's like sitting back at the shelter, like shivering. He's out standing in the water in the rain. Like, this is great. This is giving me, this feels um, like this doesn't bother me. Like, like, he, like, he just it, like mentally decided like the elements aren't going to affect me. And so they didn't. Right. <laughs> you know, it was just this very weird, like internal assurance <laughs> yes. about everything. And I was like that I can I So I, I feel like incorporating some of that like chaos element into it is very good. Yeah. Um, I, I can see a scenario where you can be like a disruptor. Yeah. Because the other thing about this game too, is that like when it ultimately comes down to like the big vote at the end, people want to know like, well, what did you do? How did you like, why did, how did you earn being here? Yeah. And it's like, well, I did this. And I'm this not gonna, you and can't this. tell people you hid the machete though. Well, you can't say what you, you yeah. can't. Yeah. 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 They but can I mean, find that out on TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mm. yeah the, the, it makes for a good quality reunion episode yeah, yeah. sorry about that y'all he, yeah. th- to be fair he doesn't win <laughs> he gets runner up twice uh, <laughs> yeah not the worst thing though yeah not so he ru- he, do- he does play super aggressively but uh then does can't get the jury to vote for him at the end which is often the cost of playing so aggressively right so. right right yeah it makes sense it makes sense anyway it's it's a very subtle game it's very interesting and yeah. it's it's one of these things where i would i would so love to watch it unfold oh yeah but the the other thing i mean i have always thought that if, if there was any way for you and i to be on there together i do feel like that would work i do feel like it would i think well first of all we would be immediately painted as like challenge threats i think there is that there's no doubt we would need to be on there with like a team of like some like nfl players or something who are like no look at us look at, look at, look at these guys <laughs> these guys this is a real problem right right, right. they're gonna be big deal we got to get them out you know right right yeah I, I wonder yeah that'd be like a curious strategy too like if, if you knew you were going on and you were like okay stop working out <laughs> like or or just like gain i don't know start like bulking or something like that i mean you're gonna lose weight on this show it's true yeah. it's true so th- this is something so for a very long period of time i was i loved like every survivor show um not this survivor but like survival yeah. show that was on tv like naked and afraid and there's a there's another one called alone that alice and i just absolutely love but those people do i mean they will bulk before they get out there just specifically so that when their body starts eating away at themselves it's eating like excess fat on your body and not your physical muscles themselves which is what causes you to just like despair yeah so yeah it'd be interesting it'd be yeah it'd be interesting to to, like i've thought about like how yeah how would i try and prep i think i would try and do a lot of fire (laughs) practice oh yeah for sure and then I think I would, I, it always baffles me when I see people like weaving the palm fronds together. Like it's just so natural. I'm like, I have no idea how you're doing that. It feels like complete magic. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Every single time they're always like, yeah, let me just like make a, like a chair or yeah. like, a, like a bed out of these things. And it's like, what? what, what is it just like, is it just over, under, over, under, over, under, over, under? I guess it is. But it seems like after you got like several layers out, how would I don't, <laughs> I don't know either. I would get lost. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. So, so maybe I try and learn some basic weaving. Of course. And I feel like, I feel like getting in the pool a little bit would be good. Oh, getting swimming. some, just some swim chops. Not okay. that, I mean, we did a lot of, I did like swim team and stuff, so I know how to swim, but I think just getting some, some laps in would probably be good. Not so bad. You know, I like, I, I like strategizing like this. This is very fun. This is the thing. It's like, to, the weird thing about survivor is that like, we're, it's like in a way, 
already playing. You know, True. like just getting on is part of the game. Right. Like, how do you answer the questions? How do you apply? How do you get noticed by the people? Right. You know, you got to get to the game. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. That's, that's a, uh, and, and that, yeah, it's, man. Cause I've, I have also like looked up the application procedure before myself. And it's, I, I think probably if you're a producer picking people, my guess is that you have like character archetypes that you are like, looking for it's yeah something like that you know because because it's got to be the case where it's like like this person is like an egomaniac like we we need a couple of people who just like are completely full of it right like this person very soft-spoken because not everybody who comes on the show is like you know fantastic on camera or or super charismatic but sometimes just having someone there who's quiet they just like fly under the radar forever yeah you know because nobody's really paying them any mind they're not a specific threat socially they're not a specific threat right and it's like that is a strategy that has won people the game it's just like just sort of don't be threatening right don't be don't be too anything just be right in the middle (laughs) of the pack the whole time and we'll be good we'll be good we'll be good okay okay well i think i think this is a good place to end it okay (laughs) because we have we have we've really we've we've raked ourselves we've had three key topics one very emotional one very snickerdoodle and one very survivor yes so, I mean, I feel like we've 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 covered some good quality bases for for one episode. We sure have. Of the pop. Yeah. Um I think other just noteworthy pieces of information that we have right now is that you and I are both in vlog form. We are in vlog form. My first vlog back to the Jonathan Garland vlog channel went up not uh 2 hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. It was very exciting. Yeah, I was very pleased with the way it came out and people were being very supportive in the comments and it was uh it was it felt very good being back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and after, I mean, if you've been a long-time listener of the pop, you know this is a topic that I've I've danced around about 8 million times, but I hopefully by the end of this week, the same day that this comes out, my first episode should also be yes. going live mm-hmm. on our channel with the Carlins. With the Carlins. That's the that's the name of your vlog. That's the name is of with the, the Carlins. With the Carlins. <clears throat> yeah. We we I went round and round. I had like a whiteboard. I looked like a mad scientist in the house. You know, like Allie's sitting there like, you know, nursing and, and trying to like take care of Addy. And I'm like, okay, okay, what are we gonna do here? What do you think about this? How do we oh man, I just mm-hmm. I overthink everything. Um, so hopefully I'll actually be like I hopefully it turns out. Man, I'm, I'm very nervous about it. I actually I thought about talking about the like level of nerves and anxiety I've had about starting in today's episode, but maybe yeah. maybe we'll see how the first one goes, and then we'll talk about it next week. Okay, good Sounds thing. To, good. good thing to come back to. Right. Um, otherwise, guys, if you would like to support the pop over on <sighs> Patreon, um, especially because we are currently inside of Q4, it means that anytime signing up between now and December 31st, 2021, uh, at the twenty-five dollar tier uh, exclusive merch, you will be signed up for an exclusive vinyl record which will have um an episode of the pop that can only be listened in vinyl form only on vinyl there will be no digital version yes available and and the vinyl itself will glow in the dark it will glow in the dark which i think is going to be super cool um the the quarterly tier is really great for us because we always like to um have and provide merch to those people who would like it uh but one of the difficult things as an online creator is as an uploader or as an uploader as an uploader um (laughs) is that uh gauging merchandise can be one of the harder things so the way that we have solved that is basically by you telling us exactly how many of the things to order uh and then we can do so so if you would like to support the pop in some 
some way. This is a very effective way to do that and also get some cool exclusive merch along the way. That's going to be over at patreon.com slash popcorn culture. But otherwise, until next time, pop pop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.